When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. This episode is brought to you by Snapple. Want to know another Snapple fact? The first hot air balloon passengers were a sheep, a duck, and a rooster. Ridiculous. Check out Snapple.com to find ridiculously flavored Snapple near you. Your morning starts now. It's the Q102 Jeff and Jen podcast. Cincinnati's Q102. Jeff and Jen. It's 7.50. we got a brand new second date update coming up in just a little bit for you. Looking at a sun cloud mix today. There's a chance of a shower, maybe even a pop-up thunderstorm. We'll see high temperatures hovering right around 87. Right now it's 74 with Jeff and Jen at Cincinnati's Q102. We were talking about the crazy things that people get paid to do, and it started out from this conversation about a uh, job opening at the Smithsonian where they're looking for somebody to basically travel all over the country and drink craft travel all beer. all over the world and drink beer. Yeah. And it's going to pay $64,000 a year, which isn't bad for just, you know, getting drunk. And, uh, <laughs> hey, why not? So and you he, get to travel all those places for yeah. free. I mean, they're going to pay for you to go there. Yeah. It's awesome. So, yeah, we were just kind of. I'm wondering what crazy thing you did. What what crazy thing did you get paid to do? Yeah, and uh, I was talking about how when I worked for a radio station in New York, uh, we had a lot of nightclubs that advertised on our radio station, and they would pay us money, the DJ's money, to basically go out to their nightclub late at night, like from midnight to, say, 2 a.m., mm-hmm. hang out there, and mm-hmm. do nothing until like maybe the last 10 minutes where we would introduce a local act and then leave. And that's how it played in New York. It played in Tampa in sumo wrestling costumes and right. Yeah, we had to actually Velcro work a little harder. Suits. Yeah. <laughs> we actually had to a do stuff. A little different. But it was, it was just silly, ridiculous mm-hmm. work. Right. But fun. Sure. Not complaining about it. Mm-hmm. But just, just a strange way to make money. Sure. Andrea, what is the craziest thing you've ever been paid to do? Um, I got paid to stand around uh, dressed up at Comic-Con. I got paid $200 for the entire weekend just to stand around and take pictures with people. Wow. Nice. What were you dressed up as? Um, The one that I went to, I was Black Widow. Oh, fun one. That's a fun one. In the sexy outfit, huh? Of course. I have to. Sure. Yeah. See, that's that's when all that hard work in the gym actually pays off. Yeah, no kidding. So true. That's not a motivator. Yeah. know what it is. <laughs> yep. Thanks, Andrea. Thank you. Pat. This just happened to me, and it's, it's not something I was technically a job for, but back in 2011, I was unemployed briefly, and I sent out literally hundreds of resumes. And about eight months ago, I got a postcard saying that one of the places I applied to, which I'd never even heard of, um, got, got in trouble with the law for not um, hiring are looking at resumes of any women over 40, and they lost a huge lawsuit. I didn't think anything of it. I just said it in. I didn't even remember the company. And um, just yesterday, I got a check in the mail for $2,000. Wow. No way! Shut up! Cool! So I basically got paid $2,000 for filling or sending a resume. I just clicked and sent it. <laughs> That's awesome. Unreal. I love that. <laughs> cool. That's my story. Enjoy that money, <laughs> Pat. Thanks. Have a great day. It's Cat, not Pat. Oh, Cat. Sorry. <laughs> Thank you. All right. Bye-bye. 
Yeah, every once in a while I get a postcard in the mail to join some class action lawsuit with some mm-hmm. company that oh, yeah. that I did business My with. Old yeah. Jim is doing one right now, and I was like, yeah, whatever. You don't send it in? I no, I do. I, I, do you? But, but the hoops they sometimes make you jump through and all these forms and the documentation that you got to come up with, and sometimes they don't need anything other than just a signature. Mm-hmm. Well, I'll send it back in, and then I'll forget about it, and then years later I'll get a check in the mail for like 35 cents as yeah. part of my settlement. <laughs> Because there's so many, because it's dependent upon how many people, I guess, join the class action. Sure. You know, the lawyers are the ones, they're the ones that are bringing oh, in all the money. Yeah. Julie. Yes. What's the craziest thing you've ever been paid to do? I was a bookie. I worked for a bookie and took bets, and I was pregnant with my first child, and I made $100 for just taking bets. Wow. Nice. Dang. <laughs> yeah. That's easy. I know. It was nice. It's also illegal, but Easy whatever. <laughs> we won't tell anybody. Right. Okay. We'll keep that between us. Thanks, Julie. Sure. Bye-bye. Renee. Hey. What is the craziest thing you've ever been paid to do? I create content for a living, so I do a lot of writing for different companies. And I had a certain B-list celebrity pay me between seven and eight grand a month for an entire year to write blog articles that they later published as their own. No wow. kidding. Yeah. Fascinating. You were a ghostwriter. I was. I was. I still am for a lot of companies, but this certain celebrity, I was shocked. Wow. That's crazy. And what were you writing about? Um, everything from uh, um, things that helped you be more Always feel confident on your second date. With help from the Plastic Surgery Group. Schedule a consultation at 513-791-4440 or at theplasticsurgerygroup.com. Surgery has an art. Hi, everybody. This is Adriana Trajani. I'm the host of You Are What You Read. I have the privilege of interviewing luminaries of our times about the books that shaped them from childhood until now. We get everybody from Sarah Jessica Parker to Kristen Hanna, Mitch Albom, Susie Essman, Craig Ferguson, Rain Wilson, Amor Tolls, you name it, they come, they share. New episodes of You Are What You Read drop every Tuesday on Apple, Spotify, or any major streaming platform wherever you listen to your podcasts. Healthy to things that helped you sleep better. It was a lot of um, lifestyle type content. Yeah. Huh. Wow. And is this a male or female celebrity? Male. Ooh. Fascinating. If Local? we guess, will you tell us who it is? <laughs> no, I will not. <laughs> no, you're getting the money's too good. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Wow. Yeah, we, don't, we don't want to burn that bridge. Absolutely. All right, Julie. That's a cool gig right there. Way yeah. to go. Yeah. Well, if I ever need a ghostwriter, I know who I'm going to call now. There you go. There you go. <laughs> Thank you, Julie. <laughs> Thanks. Yeah, I know mm. a guy. I got to get into second date update, but. I, I kind of want to come back to this because I've got so many stories and there's a bunch of people weighing in online. And uh, I know the guy who gave up his house for Mariah Carey when she was, was shooting here. Yeah. Oh, really? Oh, wow. Yeah. Really cool story. So he moved out for how long? Uh, I forget. It's like a week or more? Yeah, it was a while. Because yeah. I know the, the guy that lived, the girl that lived next door to the guy. Yeah, <laughs> and she was like, "They're always here," but they gave me a Starbucks gift card. <laughs> yeah, but, and they had to get everything out of the house. Yeah, too. Really? Yeah, everything had to be moved out. It was—I mean, it was an inconvenience, but what a great story, though, right? We'll come back to that coming up. Jeff and Jen, Cincinnati's Q one hundred two seven fifty six, looking at sun. 
and uh, some clouds as well today. So we'll uh, have a mixed bag of everything, muggy, humid, and a stray pop-up possible with a high of 88. Right now, 74 with Jeff and Jen at Cincinnati's Q102. The quest continues to find out what goes through people's minds when they're thinking about you, when they're judging you, when they're sizing you up, and it all happens on a first date. And what happens on that first date is often dependent upon whether or not there will be a second date. And when one doesn't come, we want to know why. Welcome, Peter, to the Jeff and Jen Morning Show. Good morning. How are you doing? Good. Doing all right. You want to give us a scoop on this girl, Emily, you wrote us about? Yeah, you know, this, this happens to me a lot. It seems like it's the same story every time. I met Emily at this Fourth of July party with mutual friends. Great girl. Um, we hung out, drank some beer. I asked her for a number. She gave it to me right away. So I was real excited. I thought that, that she had a lot of potential. Mm-hmm. Um, so the next day I gave her a call and I asked her if she wanted to go bowling. There's a new place, the main event. It's a cool spot. I, I thought it'd be a, you know, something fun to do, something different, you know. And, um, you know, I thought we had a really good time. But unfortunately, it happens to me a lot. I, I take girls out. They seem like they're having a good time. You know, I don't talk too much. I, I listen. They laugh. They ask me questions. They talk a lot. And then at the end of the night, you know, I get a hug, and I never hear from them again. Well, I like that you're at least cognizant of the fact that this is sort of a repeat occurrence for you, and you're trying to be aware of the way you're conducting yourself on the mm-hmm. dates, especially when you said listening. I know that's really important. Yeah, I mean... I'm a very uh, introspective person. I'm constantly, you know, trying to better myself. See, Fritch loves guys like you because... I do. It allows Fritch to do to more talk talking. about me. <laughs> Hello. Yeah. I'm kind of nervous about his pattern, though. It's like he knows the beginning, the middle, and the end of the date already before he even goes on it. Well, I'm glad I, I'm glad he's, he's aware. And yeah. I think that is the first step to recovery is being aware that there is some sort of something going on. Right. And that's assuming that this is a, a repeat of other situations, you know, we want to make sure there's not something else going on in her life first. But can you think of anything that might have happened on your bowling date? Is that all you guys did? You went bowling and then what happened? Did you go out and eat afterward? Did you get some drinks? Did you go back to either of your places? Well, we played video games and went for like a, a walk and that was it. You know, I walked her to a car and, um, right. you know, I wasn't really getting a, a huge like hookup vibe, but that's not really what I was looking for. And, I didn't think she was looking for that either, so I just walked into a car and, and she was gone. Right. You try to follow their body language. Right. Maybe it's the video games. Do you always play video games on your dates? I don't know. Always like it was like the fun games, like <laughs> the, the motorcycle games, and then we then we played uh, Miss Pac-Man. Uh, it's like a you know, it's like a Dave and Buster's. So it's kind of you know. Yeah. You know, we're pretty good at getting people to talk on this show. So this may be, if it's something about you, today is the day you may find out what it is. And knowledge is power, my friend. I would appreciate it. All right. We'll make the call next with Jeff and Jen on Q102. All right, well, Peter has not had the best of luck when it comes to second dates. He doesn't seem to have that hard a time getting the initial first date. Mm -hmm. It's closing the deal for a second. He met Emily at a 4th of July party. They got to talking, seemed to get along pretty well from the get-go, had a few beers together, invited her out to a bowling date, went to a bowling alley, played video games. Had it's lo- a main event entertainment. It's this new place up in uh, Mason area. Ended up going for a little walk outside afterward and ultimately walked her to a car, said goodbye, 
Peter wasn't feeling any real like come hither vibe from her, trying to follow the the nonverbal cues, and he respected that. Only trouble is, hasn't heard from her since. And Peter, I gather you've made a couple of attempts to reach out and contact her. Yeah, I text message her. I, I left endearing voicemails. I even sent flowers to her work. Wow. And I got nothing back. And this, again, keep in mind, this is a repeat pattern. When he looks back on the date and tries to assess, could I have done anything wrong? He said, I thought the conversation was good. Try to listen. Try to be aware. Same result every time. Nothing. So we're calling Emily. Hello, this is Emily. Hi, Emily. It's Jeff and Jen at Q102. How are you? No, hi. Oh, my God. I love you guys. I'm really good. That helps. That does. It really helps us out. We're glad you're a fan. <laughs> First off, how's your morning going? Uh, it's going really good. Um, now I'm pleased. Tell me that you're not calling for a second date update. <laughs> Emily. You are. Uh, we are calling you for a second date update. <laughs> awesome. I definitely know who you're calling about. Do you really? Is that because you haven't been on any dates other than this one guy lately? Or is this guy's personality just such a standout? Or was it the flowers? Yeah. <laughs> um, you're right. Um, I mean, I don't go on that many dates. But also, I was literally thinking the other day, like, what if this guy's second date updated me? <laughs> well, does that mean you're willing to it talk is. to us? Because I'll tell you, there's an opportunity here. Really, Peter has said that this happens to him a lot. And so yeah, you have an opportunity absolutely. to, assuming... That it's it's related to him. Yeah, he's Peter's just um, he's a, a good guy. I you know he's just basically um, he's basically pretty angry. You know, pretty angry. Yeah, he's kind of, he's kind of like one of those guys who uses sarcasm, but uses it like a lot, a lot, okay. like all the time. Huh. But how you do you get mean? angry from sarcasm? I mean, you went on like. Eight billion rants. I mean, about everything, like how much ice was in your drink, and how much men's underwear cost, to gun control, to politics, to the new toothpaste you're using. I mean, just there was a rant on everything, and I think you were trying to be funny, but it just really wasn't. And I kind of got the feeling that you were just. Yeah, I don't know. There was a part of you that literally, you know, that they definitely meant it. There was a true part to, you know, some of your sarcasm, and I just. I don't really know for sure, but it's just, I don't really want to, I'm not interested in angry people. And, but either way, I don't know how, if that's his personality. How do, how do you, yeah. how can you say that I'm angry? I mean, we, I was using the same humor at the 4th of July party. I don't know. I, I'm, I'm just shocked, you know. I'm just trying to make sarcasm, trying to make humor, trying to make light of the situation. Peter's like, sarcasm is funny to a level but there is some truth to sarcasm when you do it all the time it's really not funny it comes off just angry and i just it's just it's just not something i'm into i mean some sarcasm is funny but yours wasn't really funny peter is this something that you do with everyone all the time or is this part of your dating shtick so to speak it's not a shtick it's just me you know i guess my humor is kind of similar to the guy on the office I don't know. It's it's, it's kind of like yeah, it is dumb humor, I guess. Okay. That's, that's what 
That's what it is. I mean, I think we all have that one friend who the first few sarcastic remarks are really funny, but as it keeps going, it does start to feel like, okay, they're just an angry bitter person. It wears you out. It's I'm self-reflecting right now. Are we good? You're good. <laughs> no, okay. you're, no, you're freaking hysterical okay. when you go on a rant. But, yeah, I mean, where it becomes too much. Mm. I get that. I'm sorry. I'm sorry that you feel that way, Emily. I'm not an angry person. I can understand that if some people don't get my sense of humor. Yeah. Well. <laughs> so I guess you're not a big Larry David fan then, huh, Emily? <laughs> no, I think... Larry David and people like that are funny gotcha. uh, because that's the whole thing of it. Like their anger and stuff is funny, but that's just not really how Peter is. No. <laughs> yeah. Peter, yeah, it comes across differently. But my perspective on life is that there's humor in everything and there's so much badness going on. I'm not an angry person. I'm sorry if it came off that way. Well, and humor is subjective too. So yeah. what you find funny is likely not something Emily or someone else finds funny, and it's just a matter of finding someone with your same sick sense of humor. I guess. Right? <laughs> yeah. Maybe she's not as intellectual as I am to understand my humor. <laughs> oh, oh, boy. Maybe. Oh, <laughs> now I can get it. Yeah. <laughs> Sarcastic right. people will claim that their humor is just intelligent humor. Well, <laughs> I'm so sorry, Peter. Now we know. I mean, this this may be the running theme here. They, Maybe dial it back a bit. They just don't get you, man. Yeah. I, 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 I'm dumbfounded. I guess that's, that's what it is. That's fine. Thank you for making the call. All right, buddy. You bet. Good luck. Take care. Thank you. Emily, thank you for taking the call. We appreciate your help on this. Mm -hmm. Yeah, you bet. All right. Have a great rest of your day. Take care. Good news is there's a lot of people in the world. It's not that hard to find somebody who gets your brand of humor. Absolutely. So 513-749-2320, if you've been out on a first date and you want us to do a second date update call for you, or you can email us, Jeff and Jen at WKRQ.com. Cincinnati's Q102, Jeff and Jen, it's 821. Sun cloud mixed today. It'll be muggy and humid with a straight pop-up thunderstorm possible in a high around 88. Right now it's 75 with Jeff and Jen at Cincinnati's Q102. So big night at the Democratic National Convention last night. Crazy, crazy, crazy stuff. Meryl Streep's dress was interesting, the the American flag dress that sold out in milliseconds after she went on. That is fascinating to me. How much was Melania Trump's dress? It was some ridiculous amount of money, and it sold out in no time. It was like $2,300 or yeah. something like that. Yeah, you're, I wonder who's buying these dresses and where they're going to wear them. Meryl Streep's was neat, though. I mean, it was an American flag going across her chest mm-hmm. in the form of a dress. Yeah, and I couldn't even tell you what Melania Trump was wearing. I've already forgotten. It was, oh, that it was a white, white dress. Yeah, with the poofy mm-hmm. sleeves. Mm-hmm. It was really pretty. It was. Uh, Bill Clinton gave the keynote speech last night talking about the first time that he saw Hillary. The first time I saw her, we were, appropriately enough, in a class on political and civil rights. She had thick blonde hair, big glasses. Or no makeup. I know. I got to tell <laughs> you that. Listening to him, some of the stuff he said, I thought sounded a little pervy when you consider how he behaved since then. Sure. But uh, that's Bill. Yeah. And she exuded this sense of strength and self-possession that I found magnetic. After the class, I followed her out. 
intending to introduce myself. I got close enough to touch her back, but I couldn't do it. Somehow I knew this would not be just another tap on the shoulder. That I might be starting something, I couldn't stop. Well, I didn't join the law review, but I did leave that library with a whole new goal in mind. (laughs) He is dirty. I'm telling you. He is just dirty, that Bill. This is the man's mind at work I here, know. kids. When the a couple days mind. later, I saw her again. I remember she was wearing a long, white, flowery skirt. <laughs> and I thought, well, heck, since my cover's been blown, I just went ahead and asked her to take a walk down to the art museum. We've been walking and talking and laughing together ever since. Ever since. Yeah. He sounds so old. Like, not seeing him, just listening to him talk. Doesn't his voice kind of sound a little... He sounds a little rough. Older? Yeah, well, he is older. He's 70. It's not as bad when you watch it with oh. him talking, but yeah, when you're just listening to him. Yeah, he looks like he's in pretty good health. What's he about to turn 70 now, right? Well, I six, think so. He just... Uh, August 19th, he'll be 70. 70 years old. Wow. Yeah. That just doesn't seem right that Bill Clinton should be 70 years old. But... That was not the highlight of the night. The highlight of the night was after you brought up Meryl Streep and she spoke after Bill Clinton last night at the Democratic National Convention and and she gave herself a Howard Dean moment. Now, if you don't know who Howard Dean is, Howard Dean gave a speech in 2004 after the Iowa primaries that pretty much most people agree derailed his hopes. He's former governor from Vermont. He was actually looking pretty good in the polls there Mm -hmm. until this moment. We're going to California and Texas and New York. And we're going to South Dakota and Oregon and Washington and Michigan. And then we're going to Washington, D.C. to take back the White House. (laughs) What the hell, you know? You know, the guy actually had, he he was, he's actually a pretty charismatic guy. Qualified candidate. There's charisma there. But the way the audio was set up at this particular appearance made him sound the way that he did. And and so many people made fun of it that I feel like it undermined his credibility and he was never quite able to bounce back from that. Remember, it was instantly like on YouTube and auto-tuned and people were putting it in parody songs. Yeah, and I feel really bad for the guy. Yeah. I mean, he, at least he's got a sense of humor about it. He pokes fun of himself, you know, whenever he's given his speech, but... He's never been able to reproduce this scream since. (laughs) Well, Meryl Streep had a Howard Dean moment of her own last night. She and I think hers is even better because she kind of grunts at the end. Oh yeah. She could, that's kind of her exclamation point. Yeah, there's a little grunt. Again, there's video of this now. All over the internet. I put it on our Jeff and Jen on Q102 Facebook page. So if you click it, it's the first thing. Her, scream, and then the grunt. Yeah, it's pretty good. (laughs) Wait for it. Wait for it. (laughs) I mean, if anybody can get away with it, though, it's Meryl Streep. You know, really. Yeah. Meryl. She certainly is excited. So, do you prefer this? Yes. Or this. <laughs> That's a tough call. I don't know if you can even. They're, they're too different to compare, maybe. Yeah. To choose one over the other.
Apples and oranges. Yeah! Apples. Ah! <laughs> He's my favorite. What the hell is that? Wow. I think she was saying wow. Think that? Yeah, I do. Wow! I always think about those goats, too. I think when I hear that first guy, it reminds me of the screaming goats, and I think that's why I find it so funny. I do love the screaming goats. And then she ended as weirdly as she started. <laughs> and now the video. <laughs> <laughs> she drunk. <laughs> I don't know. I think she's drunk. Hello. Is there drinking at the convention? I don't see why not. See the math. <laughs> well, maybe there maybe, is. Maybe she and Susan Sarandon and were having a few. The video. The video. <laughs> Thank you very much. <laughs> Wow! <laughs> Cincinnati's Q102. Jeff and Jen, it's 835. Looking at a mix of sun and clouds today. It'll be muggy and humid with a stray pop-up possible and a high around 88. It is 75 degrees at Cincinnati's Q102. If you missed it early this morning, we were talking about the Smithsonian that is looking to pay someone $64,000 a year to travel around drinking craft beer. Can you imagine? And I'm guessing all travel expenses are paid. Of course. So that would be pretty sweet. And so, yeah. That would be one of the best jobs on the planet. It'd be up there. You'd really have to know your palate, though. You know, Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. this one's hoppy. This one's Odie. Yeah, you can't just say, well, that one's pretty good. I like this one better than, you know. This one, I, yeah. Whatever. Get less gas with this one. (laughs) I imagine they're looking for something. This one, I could only have three, and it made me really drunk. That's right. (laughs) Yeah, I was thinking about. I would like to get paid to just kind of travel around the country, go on road trips, and I was joking saying, you know, I don't actually want to have to file a report or anything, but <laughs> but I could do it like for diners and stuff, you know, breakfast places, lunch places, even dinner places, but I got to do it at my own pace, you know? Yeah. Because they, these things can't be rushed. It's one thing when you do it for fun. It's another thing when all of a sudden you, it becomes your job. That's right. I think you'd be really great at it, though, because you're very good at diversely ordering stuff from the menu. You know, like you want to try the poutine and you also want to try like the pulled pork sandwich. It's kind of all over the place. Right. What is poutine? It's the french fries with the gravy and the cheese. and Cheese curd. Or tater tots. Oh, okay. Yeah, it's good stuff. Poutine. Bill. (laughs) Yes. What's the craziest thing you've ever been paid to do? Well, when I worked for the Hamilton County Sheriff's Office for 10 hours, I sat and watched a uh, TV station tower for $100 an hour. Did you really? That is awesome. Uh-huh. And New Year's Eve, nineteen ninety nine, when everybody's switching over to two thousand, everybody's Y2K. Was worried what was going to happen. Oh, not knowing what was going to happen, I sat there for hundred dollars an hour watching it. Wow, a, watching a tower. No kidding. And and what, did a television station pay you to do this? Yes. Yeah, they so got money. Cool. <laughs> <laughs> they got deep pocket. What a great yeah. gig. Yeah, it was easy money. Yeah. yeah. But, you know, that's true, too. Like, I think about the officers that, that get paid. I mean, the, you know, the hourly rate for police detail is pretty good anyway. But if you're lucky enough to get a gig at a concert or a football game, that's got to yeah. be the greatest, right? Yeah, but there's a lot of danger involved in concerts and football games, too. Yeah. Sure. Because people get drunk and they start oh, fighting. Yeah. Right. And, you know, there's 65,000 people at a game. Yeah. It's crazy. Thank you, Bill. Hardy, thanks. Uh, let's see. Deborah said she was paid to be a patient at a medical college 
Uh, she said the students did not know that we were actors. We got $250 for each appointment. They would give us an ailment, and we would have to act out the symptoms. Are you kidding? Like I want that job. Give me that job. Oh, you'd be so good at that. Is it still available? I don't know. She said it was easy money, though. Jen will be like, this one's I easy. I've it. had that before. Oh, what do you want me to have? Oh, okay. You don't need to prep me. I got it. That's right. I know what all those symptoms are. I got it from here. Molly says a former boss of hers paid her to wait in line at shoe stores at 6 o'clock in the morning to get the uh, Air Jordan shoes on their release date. Oh, yeah. Some people camp out for days for those shoes. Angie said a guy paid her $100 just to look at her feet. Why? What about her feet? Just to look at them. I guess he was really into feet. A fetish. Ooh. Yeah. Don't you remember that episode on Sex in the City when Charlotte was getting free shoes for letting the guy touch her feet? Oh, yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah. It's well, weird. She said the guy was creepy, but hey, you know, 100 bucks. Hey, if he's, if he's just looking at him, he's That's not all touching he's doing. him or anything. Oh, right. yeah. And why Creeper not? Town. Sure. Sure. Uh, let's see. Here's one. Uh, I had to take my boss to and from his colonoscopy. <laughs> yeah, because they got to... You, you, you got to have somebody drive with you. you. Yeah, because you're knocked out. I would do that for free for one of you guys. Yeah, it's not like you had to go in there and watch. Yeah, or hold your hand during the <laughs> procedure. <laughs> That's a whole other story. That's true. They are really gassy, though, when you leave the colonoscopy. Oh, so. that is kind of something Remember you want that. your employee seeing that. Yeah. 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 <laughs> I feel bad, you know. I mean, the guy's got to pay someone to... To do that. Right. Yeah. Uh, yeah. How do you get on these product studies and stuff? Like that medical college one. How do you awesome. know that this is even available to get paid? Well, how many... I know people that do medical studies that will take pills oh. and, you know, and that. Like in MedPace, I think you see commercials and stuff for that. Where they're testing. If you're a woman between the ages yeah, and... Yeah, non-smoker. You, blah, 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 blah. Right. That's you could, how. You could participate in a... Hmm. We asked a question on our Facebook page. What is the craziest thing you've ever been paid to do? And by the way, you can like us on Facebook. We're Jeff and Jen on Q102 on Facebook. Laura says that I've actually been paid many times to address party and wedding invitations for people. Everyone always comments that I have this beautiful handwriting. And my biggest payment to date was $5 per envelope. Oh, my God. And I addressed 500 of them. Wow. $2,500 just for... Just for addressing envelopes. Oh, my God. That was an expensive wedding. I'd like to know what they spent for dinner. I want to know how much the dress was. I want to know things. That's wow. Uh, Jessica said, I was paid about $20 to stand on a golf course to see if anyone got a hole in one for a golf tournament. Uh, I now know what four means. <laughs> means watch out. There's a golf ball yeah, headed toward your head. Duck. <laughs> That's pretty good. It's funny. Yeah. yeah. I'm telling you, there are crazy ways you can. Oh, to make a dime. A little too. extra money on the mm-hmm. side, you know? That's funny. Although I think I like yours the best. If it wasn't so late. Oh, what? The nightclubs? <laughs> can they do the nightclub thing? Yeah. Can we, can we make a request to do that at like seven? Yeah, I felt uh, it was so weird because leading up to that, like, you know, if if uh, if a nightclub would have you come out, they expect you to go on the mic. And maybe I had I had nightclubs in my when I first started out that expected me to spin. Oh, my God. What? what, what, Spin? Are you kidding me? (laughs) What's that? (laughs) You mean like on the one and twos? (laughs) 
<laughs> Just because I'm on the radio, you think you, you think I know what I'm doing? I, I have a clue. On the wheels of steel? Oh no, not me. <laughs> I always think about Jeff and I though. That one time that we went into that pizza eating challenge where we had that gigantically huge pizza. And you guys screwed yourself too Ramundos. with what you ordered. And I remember I was, I mean, it was younger. I think I had just kind of started working with you guys and I was like, I'm getting paid to do a pizza challenge with Jeff. Isn't that great? This is incredible. I know. <laughs> All you can eat pizza. The pizza was free. <laughs> It's the small things in life. Meanwhile, Jen was like, you know, you screwed yourself by ordering the <laughs> You made the it way one. too salty. How are you going to expect to eat a whole bunch when no. there's so much? Yeah. But next time we'll get mushroom. Plain cheese. Well, you just get plain cheese. We'll have the professional eater do it next time. <laughs> <laughs> professional pizza eater, that's yeah. for sure. <laughs> this is hard work. It is <sighs> rough, let me tell you. 843 with Jeff and Jen at Cincinnati's Q102 looking at a mix of sun and clouds today. It'll be muggy, humid with a good chance of a pop-up thunderstorm and a high of 88. Right now it's 75 at Cincinnati's Q102. Thanks for listening to the Q102 Jeff and Jen Morning Show Podcast. Grab a 30-day free trial of Live by Live Plus, and you'll get unlimited skips, commercial-free music, and all of the podcasts and live streaming events you can handle. Visit livexlive.com slash podcast one to learn more and start your free trial.